Bradley met with Lord Neverember and was tasked in helping rebuild the town of Leylon. He and Inverness set out southwards and battled undead along the way. They were rewarded with food and drink at the Wayside Inn. Now it's time to continue on down their path. And welcome. My name is Luke Job. My name is Thorne George. And this is Modular. The podcast where we take you through the modules written by Wizards of the Coast for the 5th edition of Dungeons & Dragons. That's right, Jennifer. These are the pre-written stories made by the folks who made up Dungeons & Dragons. We didn't write them, but we're here to run them for you. And why would we do that? Well, Jenny, maybe you're a DM who is thinking about running a particular campaign and you want to get a feel for how it plays out. Maybe you're a player who has already been in this particular campaign and you want to reminisce on the good old days. Maybe you grew up in an area that has Zaxby's and you moved away from that area and the area you live in now doesn't have Zaxby's and you miss Zaxby's dearly and you think about Zaxby's and you think about the new Buffalo Wing commercial that Zaxby's has and you think about the Zax sauce and the spicy Zax sauce and the toast and the fries and the chicken especially and guess what? Even the coleslaw, you miss it all and you don't have it and you wish you did so you started making a podcast. Yeah, I could get Zaxby's tomorrow if I wanted. But you should be warned. Each of our episodes will take on a part of these pre-written adventures. That means there are major spoilers for the key plot points of each story we are running. And right now, we're running Stormlord's Wrath. Not to be, not confused, to be confused with Storm, with Storm King's, King's Thunder. Sto- not to be confused with Storm, King- Storm King's Thunder. God if damn you had it. Completed it. If you had completed it, we almost said that in exact scene. Almost. <laughs> anyway, if you don't want spoilers, get, get out of here. And there's one more warning you have to offer them. That's right. Sleepy John Yellow. Modular (laughs) is not a podcast for children. It contains explicit language as well as adult themes like sex, alcohol, drug use, violence, and um, animal cruelty. So please be aware of these not-so-kid-friendly themes. Um, animal cruelty. Now, without further ado, welcome to Modular. And our session four of Stormlord's Wrath. So, Luke, before we get started here, Luke said, hey, let me hit you with this impression. Ugh. This is going to do an impression for me. I've been working on this impression. <laughs> this is going to be my live reaction of this impression. Okay, so this is, this is a well-known person. Okay. Um, How well-known? Pretty well-known, I'd say. I'd say they're pretty well-known. Okay. More, I'd say more well-known than Florence Peele. Wow. Okay. You ready? Okay. 
Yes, yes. Well, well, well actually, hmm, zippity bop. Hmm. Well, I, now, now you have to think. Hmm. Life finds a way, and I think that. Hmm. Um. Yeah. Now listen. Uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, you can't have a revolution without you know someone to overthrow. So yeah. Yeah. Ooh. Yes. Hmm. Who was that? So I know who you're trying to be, mm. and mm. and I'll be I'll done, be honest I, I with more, you. I needed more bug eyes. Mm. Yeah, yes. I, mm. but, but, and if I, 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 and if you remember, actually, mm, I I I did mm, watch his movies mm, with, with with I I do believe you actually. So mm. um, let's get into the episode. You're not even going to say it? Not even going to talk about it. I'm going to pretend. Just try and pretend that that uh, hmm. didn't happen. Hmm. Zippity zump. Okay. Well, hmm. I'll think about that mm. more. <laughs> it sounds like you're... It sounds like you're purposefully trying to do a bad impression of Jeff Goldblum. It's like you're doing just enough. It's like you're just. Well, it's because I could fucking see. You didn't even have to. Well, one, you quoted him by, uh, life uh, 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 finds a way. Uh, and then you fucking. Okay. Like, right. Can we just move on? Like, this is getting a little bit juvenile. Let's just move on. Can we just move fuck on? Fuck you. That was. Just move on? Uh, I hate you. Okay. Thank you. So, uh, you just, you just never know. You, you don't know when to quit the bit. That's your problem. You know? <laughs> People listen to the show and they say, I like that Thorn guy, but he doesn't know when to quit the bit. Anyway. I could be sleeping right now. In the morning, you and Inverna pack up your gear. Uh, you had a restful night at the wayside in, all things considered. Um, everyone enjoyed your music, although they felt maybe it was a bit somber, but it's the song you wanted to sing, and it's time to head out. As you're walking down the stairs, you see the little halfling, Scylla, uh, approaches you and she says oh my gosh um is uh is it possible maybe i, I don't I, you just tell me what you think about this but what if we what if um you, you said you were going south right 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 yeah you'll i mean i, I assumed you were coming with us you're gonna let me travel with you yeah no of course are you serious yeah no you're not serious you're serious right now yeah i'm very very serious she I, I thought you were coming you. with us she hugs you. Uh, oh Okay. Um, Inverna shakes her head, and then she moves to hug Inverna, and Inverna's arm just instinctively goes up and stiff arms her and says, not much of a hugger, especially not strangers, but uh, yeah, we're happy to have you. And Silas says, oh, yes, of course, of course. You're Bubble. you got to respect the Bubble. Okay, well, thank you. Thank you so much. Seriously, thank you so much. Absolutely. Um, the rest of the cast of characters all are very sad to see you leave. Um, Bax, the bartender, says... You should say one more night, Bradley. It, it would be a blast. Your music's so good. Maybe you could play something a bit more upbeat this time, and we could, you know, maybe do shots or something, but it's just an idea. It, there's no way you want to stay. No, I, I've got I've got a job to do. I was, I was hired, hired for this, and I have to uphold that. Didn't wasn't really given a time frame, but I feel like he'll know, you know. Right, 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 right. Well, good luck to you. Um, as you're leaving Tarbin, the the bard also speaks to you briefly and says, 
Bradley, dude, I just got to say that was a killer set last night. I really respect uh, where your songs come from. I can I can tell you they come from your heart, bro. And like um, you you have like such a good vibe. And gosh, I just feel like we're long lost brothers in another life. And dude, you're going to be missed around here. You're going to be missed. Well, uh, you know, I pat him on the back. Give him give him hell for me. He says, uh, absolutely, abs- 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 bro. You also see Marticia? Yeah. Hey, is Marticia a babe? She's a babe. I said that last time, I think. You did say that last time. She's a babe. She walks up to you, and um, she holds out a hand, and she says, once again, just wanted to say thanks. I, hmm, how can I do the little hand kissy thing that... Uh... Inverna already did, but in a but have it be accepted better. Uh, try performance. Okay, I get a plus seven to that. I got a twenty-four. You do something completely different from Inverna. You remember Inverna turned her hand, and when she brought it down, she lingered on the kiss. You bring it down. You give her a quick peck on the back of her hand but you maintain eye contact and when you stand back up straight you keep that eye contact and she uh it's hot as hell she's stone-faced but you see a little bit of pink rushes to her cheeks and it was a pleasure and i'll be certain to stop by again on my way back marticia uh fully smiles and she doesn't mean to. She covers her mouth and she says, right, good, good day good day to you both. And she just walks away. And Inverna kind of sneers and she says, I need to get better about my gaydar, I guess, because... <laughs> says she, I kind of I nudge her and I say, that's how you do it. <laughs> As we're like walking out. She, You can see the steam come out of her ears. Uh, you mount Seagull. Inverna mounts Gentle Breeze. And Scylla mounts uh, this yellow horse, and she said, "It's it's much smaller. I mean, it's not a pony, but it is. It's small enough that she can hop on it nimbly." And she says, "Me and Lemon Drop are ready to go." I hope nothing bad happens to Scylla. <laughs> she is too good for this world. The th- um, all right, let's go onward. The three south, of, south it is. The three of you head south. Off in the distance. I mean, you're once again you're you're riding along the coast. Off in the distance, over the water, the skies are black, and there's honestly kind of like a tint of red in them, and there's booms. Is it of, like morning? It is like, morning. Like yes. sunrise? Yeah, sunrise. Okay. Yeah, Makes yeah. sense. Um, there's booms of thunder, uh, but you're not being rained on currently. Yeah. Um, you know you're only about 20 miles from Leilon, so you don't have a very long ride at all. Uh, should take, you know, an hour maybe because you got you got horses uh, are we like full galloping there if you want to i thought you're we kind of we'll, like we'll say we'll say two hours it's gonna take like two hours okay i was gonna i, 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 I don't i don't really like, know the you know the mph of horses i feel like they can go pretty fast yeah. but you know I, I figured we were just having a nice nice little trot yeah we i think we said in the first campaign that we established that you could travel 50 miles in an eight hour span so yeah, I'm gonna say two hours for twenty. Okay. Yeah, and that's like okay. that's not your horses galloping. That's like right, like yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. 
as you ride, Inverna kind of takes the lead, and you find yourself riding next to Scylla. Okay. Uh, how is how is Bradley feeling right now? Bradley last, feels. Last night you were a bit somber. This morning you're a bit flirtatious. So like, what's going on? He, I mean, of course the flirtation is an act that he puts on. He is nothing if not a performer, and he still feels as somber as he always does. Scylla, uh. <clears throat> rolled a nat 20 insight check on you. God damn it. And Can I roll a deception against that? Uh, sure. Okay. I'm going to say it's DC 25. She only has plus three, but she rolled a nat 20, so... I got a fucking 19 if I had gotten a 15. Fuck! Okay, yeah. She kind of looks over at you and she says, uh, what, what's going on? You seem kind of down. Are you down? I mean, you're, the song you sang last night was kind of sad. It sounded like it was about a girl. Was it about a girl? Are you sad? Do you have a breakup? What happened? Sad? No, no, I'm not sad. I'm just, you know, it's uh, it's been a long week. I'm kind of tired, honestly. Hmm. Uh, those beds were comfy, but not, not as you know, comfy as I would have liked. So I didn't wake up, you know, on the right side. You know, as they go, as the saying goes. Roll deception. You wake up on the wrong uh, deception. God damn it! I rolled a fifteen. She rolled a 16 on Insight. God fucking damn it. She says, I, I, I'll be honest, um, Bradley, you seem like so super nice. And I, I, I mean, I just, I really am enjoying getting to know you. But I, I really have, oh gosh, this is so awkward. Um, are, I, uh, well, are you lying right now? <laughs> <laughs> if I'm lying, it's to myself and not you. I promise. She kind of smiles and says, that is really sad. <laughs> and she, uh, <laughs> She continues on. Um, <laughs> because, um, well, guess you know, I, maybe you want to learn about my life. Sure, I'm from Please. Neverwinter, actually. Um, okay, so am I. Oh, you're from well, there. Oh, I grew up there, at least. Oh my gosh, uh, that is so cool. So actually, I grew up. Um, you know, uh, you, you know where the Hall of Justice is, like in you know South. Southwest kind of part yeah, of the yeah, city. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you know those slums that are like really far west of that. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. That's where I grew up, and I, I grew up fishing. You know, by the by the docks, and oh my okay. gosh, yeah. Like I just really love fishing. Go ahead and roll me insight. I can definitely tell she's lying, Thorin. I rolled a twenty-one. She's lying. She's lying to you. <laughs> so you were saying last night that you are coming down to Leilon to. What was it like? A, be a fish's apprentice? Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna work for um, uh, th this woman named Valdi. Um, she's she's supposed to be a great fisherwoman, and I, I'm gonna be her apprentice. I mean, I, I, I've been fishing my whole life, so I don't know what I could learn other than the fact that I know that there's like a swamp or something. Like, uh, so it's like different kind of waters, I guess. It's not really the same as Neverwinter. Neverwinter is kind of the high seas. Maybe this is like I don't know, different. It's just gonna be different. So I'm gonna have to learn the ropes. But I mean, it's well, gonna be interesting. I mean, if there's anything I know about swamps, it's that the water's a lot more still. Um, but I do have a, um, you know, and I'm not, I'm not trying to question your love for fishing, but is this something you would rather do instead? Rather do than fishing? Um, uh, I mean, like, what do you mean? Like for a job? Just in life. Oh, well, I mean, I'm not particularly happy when I fish. That's for sure. Like, I don't really enjoy it at all, but I well, mean, what it, brings it, you joy? Well, I, I, I love singing. I mean, um, that, that's fun. I, I, I love talking to people. Um, you know, what would be fun is like, uh, so you, have you, you know, like, um, 
you know that like really famous guy in Neverwinter, uh, Ander Copper, and he how he like kind of like he makes a post kind of, and it's not it's not the post, it's not like a mail, but it, it's it's like um, it's like a paper where like you read it and like you figure out things like and you get to you know learn new things. Like imagine that, but instead about like boring news or something, it was just about like like famous people and like their lives and stuff. Like just imagine like if you read that stuff and it was just like it didn't really matter at all, but it made you happy because you realized that like. Driz Dorden was like doing something cool in the world and you got to like hear about it and you just kind of like got to read about not even like heroes necessarily but it could just be like celebrities you know like different like like you know Tarbin you met Tarbin like oh what a great guy right like I could just write about like his music and stuff and like people would just like learn about it or like you know like he broke up with his girlfriend and like some for some reason people would care but they would care because it kind of makes them happy because it's like well I'm not going through a breakup so it's kind of nice you know like what if I wrote something like that well why don't you do that well, I don't know. It just doesn't seem like really a skill it's, set. It's funny that you that you bring up uh, and a copy. That's actually my father. Oh my, Brad, you're Bradley Copper. Yes, I. You I swear I introduced myself. I think you just said way. your name was Bradley. I don't know. Maybe I was distracted because I almost died. I mean, a zombie did almost eat my face. That's pretty traumatic, Bradley. Like, you can't just expect me to hear everything everyone's saying all the time. No, I'm not you're that right, good of a listener. Right, right. I'm a very good talker. Well, wait a second. Bradley Copper, I'm sorry. I, I don't mean to interrupt myself, but I'm kind of a huge fan of yours. You In slay, what way? You slayed a dragon in that little, fa- in that little town of Phandalin. Oh, my gosh. Yes, I, yes, I no, love gossip. Like, I keep my ear to the ground for all things interesting. Literally, there was a guy named Lirbule Finaster. He was this terrible criminal, and you killed him. He used to be a friend of mine. You killed her friend. That's crazy. That's really weird. <laughs> um, that is so nuts to me. Did you know that one of your old companions is actually on the run right now? He's he's highly wanted by Neverwinter and the guard. His name's Quinn. I didn't know he was on the run and wanted, but... He's on the run. Yeah, he's got a bounty of like 5,000 gold on his head. <whistles> yeah. False imprisonment, murder... Uh, all these different things. They said that he blinded a guy. They said that he broke a guy's back. They said that he um, he's responsible for some deaths in Phandalin. That like this like this couple died. There's all these different things going on. Who? Uh, two guys. Um, gosh, I don't remember their name. They they were like this cute little gay couple, and they died. No, that's that's not his fault. <laughs> that's there was an, an an orc. There was a group of orcs that attacked. I mean, they said it was his responsibility or he was responsible or something. I don't know. All I'm saying is that he is, like, majorly wanted right now. I rested, right? Yeah. So I can get back my yeah, you, spell You had slots. a long rest, yeah. Okay, thank fucking God. Well, it's very unfortunate. But, yeah, I've I've done some things. Um, and, and I definitely... I mean, do you, I'm certain my father could... If, if he wanted me, I could put in a word for you and my father would could definitely put in like a gossip column in his paper and oh my gosh you no, could write I, I, I can't. we could expand from there no i'm not moving back to neverwinter oh my gosh no like seriously like um my parents kind of like just like made me leave i guess they were like you need to like make your own way and i, I, would, I didn't know what else to do so i was like i know how to fish so i'm, I'm gonna move to leylon I'm, I'm excited about it it's something new I, I don't need them as a crutch you know like yeah sure like they they pay for like lots of things like they paid for this horse but you know i'm an independent girl okay like i'm gonna be fine Maybe I'll start my own paper in Leylon. Why not? Why not? You know, I can can kind of relate to that. My my uh, my father wished for me to get out of the house, and that's why I joined the Bard's College, and that's why I wanted to become uh, an adventurer in the first place. 
I, uh, I actually did a semester at the Bard's College. Just one semester? Yeah, I mean, I know how to, like, uh, like give Bardic Inspiration. <laughs> okay, interesting. The two That's of you good. ride on, you keep making small talk. Is Inverna involved in this small talk at Inverna's all? not, Inverna's, like, 300 yards ahead of you. Like, oh, you okay. can barely <laughs> see her. She's, yeah, she's, like, every time you go over a hill, you lose her for a bit. She doesn't give a fuck about this conversation, or Scylla. You realize, friends and Berna. you realize that after about 19 miles of the 20 you need to ride, you see a group of people. Okay. Roughly 50 people stand in a clearing just off the high road where the forest to the northeast people. and the swampland to the southwest give way to grassland for a bit on each side of the road. The beginnings of gardens or larger fields of crops are half dug here. People mill about in a panic. Some shake in fear, others shout in anger. And in the center of it all, an enraged dwarf waves her arms and tries to get those around her to listen. A bored-looking human in a chain shirt and a shield, decorated with the sigil of Neverwinter, stands next to the dwarf. He finally bangs his spear against his shield to quiet the tumult. You hear this dwarf shouting, You should all be ashamed of yourselves. You ran out there like an unruly mob. I'm very disappointed in you. She points to uh, one particularly skinny-looking elf, and she says, Billy, you're a fool. You almost left your old ma behind. What would you have done? If she had been in danger, you would have never forgiven yourself. You're God's damn wimp. She points to another person. And you, Valdi, you're a part of the town council. You're going to tell me right now that you weren't calm, cool, and collected like a leader needs to be? What's the matter with you, woman? Um, there's just a lot of yelling going on and you're about, uh, a hundred yards off. Um, but you can hear her yelling. She's incredibly loud. Um, do you want to roll up? I'm going to hop off of Seagull and continue forward on foot uh, Inverna, until, until someone m notices me at least. <laughs> so yeah, Inverna had already stopped, um, and let yeah. you catch up. She's doing the same. She says, uh, something's, something's amiss for sure. That's just... I guess it's something attacked the town. Probably yeah. similar to what attacked the inn, not last night. Scylla says, uh, wait a second, are, are, are you saying that, are, are we in danger right now? Did something actually attack something? And Inverna just kind of puts her hand up and says, shut up. <laughs> you hear, uh, the dwarf, the dwarven woman continue to call out. She says, now did anyone see anything strange out there? Was there anything weird going on? Uh, and you see uh, a woman who probably looks like she's a, a stonemason just from her getup. Um, she's got, you know, all the requisite tools, got the apron on, lots of um, kind of brick dust on herself. She has a, a name tag that says, hey, I'm a stonemason. Ask me anything. <laughs> exactly. um, she says, um, I think I saw something strange happening out in the water. Um, in, in the swampland. Um, but as soon as I saw that, I grabbed my tools and I, I ran because the soldiers were, were telling me to evacuate. You know what you remind me of right now? What? That fucking uh, shrimp from Shark's Tail. He's <laughs> <laughs> like about to get eaten at the beginning. He's like, and I, and I, I took my sister's kid because he's sick yeah. and he has, he has no arms and he has, he has no legs, but he's, he's healthy and he's growing. <laughs> um, you hear another, 
another stonemason call out. Uh, you see, there's a lot of masons, a lot of people that look like they're builders. Okay. Um, well, they're rebuilding the town, right? Yeah. Or they're building up the town. Yeah. Another guy says, uh, I heard some, uh, some of the returning fishing folk, uh, they were out on their skiffs in the marshland. They started shouting. Uh, if I hear shouting, I just generally run. <laughs> <laughs> um, you hear other people nod and one person says um, you then see uh, a short dragonborn a white dragonborn wearing a holy symbol make me a religion check a short dragonborn religion religion I'm half proficient in religion I got a 17 uh, he has uh, he has the holy symbol of Lathander on him. Uh, you okay. know Lathander is is like the god of the dawn. Um, okay. Also springtime. Yeah, just a general lawful good character. I think lawful good, maybe neutral good. Um, in this, uh, you said we're in the fall, right? Like heading to winter? Yes. Um, it's cold. It's also, uh, okay. it, it has started to rain again. Um, of course. You You hear him shout out and he says, May the morning Lord forgive me. We are actually missing two of the children. Smithwell and Bernice aren't here. They were right behind me as we left the town. Did anyone see them? Now I'm going to stop for a second. For the future DMs of Storm's Lord, Storm Lord's Wrath listening, this is a bit confusing. Um, there's a side m- mission thing that's called Chasing the Children. Where I guess like the children are supposed to like run away as all the adults are talking and you're supposed to wrangle them. And it's really weird. It's actually not related to these two missing kids. I don't think it's, it's hard to follow, but I think they're, they're unrelated, but it is confusing to have some children run away one direction and then other children are also missing. So just keep that in mind if you're running the the module. Um, as soon as, uh, this, this dragonborn, uh, says this, the, the crowd goes into a panic. Wait, wait, we don't have those children. I thought we had those children. You hear people shouting left and right. Like, if we can't keep track of the children, like, what's going on? Um, people are screaming. You see the the man who had already put spear to shield uh, once. He does it again. Just boom, boom, boom. And people uh, shut the fuck up. Um, the dragonborn continues. We uh, We must go back to the town to retrieve the children. The consequences of that must be damned. If we cannot, if we cannot protect our children, what are we to do? And you hear the dwarven woman say, absolutely not. We are not doing that. There are soldiers back in Leilon. They will find the children. If we go back, we're going to get picked off one at a time. It will not be good. We can't do that. I swear to it. Everyone must stay right here. You see another woman who had been shouted at earlier. She's an elven woman, a bit plain looking, a bit dirty. Uh, she she looks like she's in a fisher's getup from her gear. She's wearing all kind of light stuff if she were to fall mm. in the water or something. Um, she is just trying to calm people. She says, everything is going to be fine. Everything is going to be okay. All right, please. No one, no one needs to be panicked right now. Please, we're going to figure this out. We just have to weigh our options. What do you want to do? I turn to Inverna and I say, I mean, we could get fine those kids, right? Inverna looks to you and she says, absolutely. We're, we're, We're supposed to be taking care of the town. Anyway, don't, I mean, this sounds like 
these are the people of Leilan. Let's yeah start so, off on the right foot. Well, like yeah, let's 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 go introduce ourselves to this uh, dwarven woman. Um, let's find out what happened, and let's go for, let's go help rescue some innocents. Unless these kids are not innocents, in which case, <laughs> let's give them a a right beating. <laughs> uh, you walk up. To uh, you walk up to the dwarf the... who is shouting for everyone to stay put, and she looks up and she says, "Who in the bloody hells are you two? Hi, uh, Bradley Copper. Oh, Agile gods! Service. We've been—we thought you would have gotten here yesterday. What well, took you so long? Lord Neverember so- told us that you were coming down. We've been waiting on you. Well, uh, there was a there was there was a kerfuffle uh, about ten zombies up the road at an inn, and we roll had to me, take care roll of me deception." <laughs> I got a dirty 20. Inverness side-eyes you, like, she approves. <laughs> um, <laughs> she does not fuck with bureaucracy at all. Um, and uh, this this dwarven woman looks convinced, and she says, Right, well, uh, Ari, that actually is pretty serious. Um, you hear Scylla in the background say, Wait a second, there were 10? And Inverna just, <laughs> you kind of hear, as Inverna just smacks her. It's like, sure. Um, this dwarf says, um, Right, well, my name's Griselda. Uh, I'm, I'm one of the council Griselda. members uh, of, of Leilon. It's good to meet you. Um, I am the leader of the council. Listen, some bad stuff happened back there in Leilon. Uh, Aye, I was, I was about to ask what happened. Why, why is the town about a mile out from the town? <laughs> she she kind of like moves her head like, am I following that? Yeah. Um, as she's about to answer you, you hear people start to scream in panic. Um, one person says, oh, I guess it's time to run again. <laughs> um, <laughs> and you hear someone else uh, say, oh, no, it's, it's happening. I can't not again. Um, as uh, you hear the screaming, you see a strange knight bearing a symbol with three lightning bolts striking. A fucking course. Rides uh. a horse made out of water. Um, behind this knight, there is a wagon with an archer in it, pulled by two more of these ho- water horses. Uh, I Wor- need you to roll Warses. initiative. Horses, as those in the know would call them. Horses, yes. I rolled a 16. 16. Let's see here. 16, you say? All right. Inverna rolled a 10. Do I have any illusory spells? Very quickly, I need you to make me a perception check before we start combat. Perception. Hey, does this um, does this knight look orcish in any way? Hard to tell. They are wearing a... 17 is my perception. Ignore what I just said about what they're wearing. Um, This, uh, this person looks human. Okay. Um, 16. 17. 17 on your perception. Yeah. Um, the guy with the shield, who looks like the only one maybe capable of fighting. Didn't you say there was an archer? No, 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 no. The good guys, the people in the town of Leilon. Oh, okay, okay, okay. They, all the all fifty of these people scattered towards the tree line as as they see these motherfuckers rolling up, headed towards you. You notice the guy with the shield, who who seems to be like the head guard. He sprints his ass off. He is not staying to fight. Um, okay. Can you give me your max HP? 53. Okay. Uh, at the top of the round, it is you. You see, these are both human. Um, actually, 
the the person riding the horse with the armor on uh-huh. is is human. The archer in the back of this chariot looks to be elvish. Elvish, okay. Or elven. I guess elven is the race, and, and elvish is the language. So can I can I do like a free action kind of try and uh, intimidate them? Yeah, you're just gonna shout. Yeah. Yeah, go for it. That can be that can be. Free I'm action. going to say I, I'm I'm gonna. I'm gonna say less than twenty words. Less than twenty Fewer words. Than twenty words. <clears throat> I I, I want to fuck. I wish I had an illusory spell. I don't though. I'm going to say I'm gonna make myself look as big as possible, <laughs> and I'm gonna hold out my mace, and I'm going to say. This town is under the protection of Bradley Copper. Talos has no power here. Be gone! Alright, go ahead and roll intimidation with disadvantage. <laughs> I, yeah, I was following you until you said Talos has no power. They don't like that. Please roll. God damn it. Okay, I rolled a 16 as my lowest. Uh, I'm gonna say that they are not phased. What would you like to do? I see that they're not phased, and I say I tried to tell them. And I'm going to. I'm going to cast... say so. The guy, the the. Well, I'm just going to use their. The dark tide knight is about thirty feet from you, charging. Uh, it looks like you and Inverna and Scylla. Um, okay. The archer in the the wagon is about fifty feet away from you. Okay. You said how far from me is he? Uh, the the first guy is thirty feet. Okay. I'm going to cast. Mm, I'm going to cast a third level shatter. I need him to make a constitution saving throw. Is this hitting both of them? No, this would only hit him. Okay. Constitution save? Unless they're... Because they're not within 10 feet of each other, right? No. That's a 14. He fails and is going to take 16 points of thunder damage. Damn. You just fucking play a power chord? Do you, like, scream out? What happens? I... Is he made of inorganic material? No. He's a human. Okay, the horse has disadvantage on the saving throw, by the way. Hmm. Um, I'm just going to shout The once horse doesn't more. seem harmed at all. Interesting. I'm just going to shout once more, BE GONE! And it fucking booms. And, and it booms like thunder, my voice. Oh, yeah. Uh, bonus action? Bonus action. I'm going to... I can't use Misty Step on other people, can I? Mm, I don't think so, no. Damn. Bonus action, I am going to say... Scylla, you're, you look like you're a fast person. I need you to run as far as you can. Haste! And I'm going to use Bardic Inspiration on her. Nice. Okay. Cool, cool, cool. Um, this Dark Tide Knight charges you. Okay. Gonna be rolling with advantage here. Cutting words him. I'm gonna say, not so fast! And right. whatever you roll to hit me, you're gonna take away three. Does a 13 hit you? 13 does not hit me. Uh, he drops this lance and is going to try and skewer you in the head. You say that and you watch it just wobble and it whizzes past your neck. In his left hand, a short sword swings downwards uh, at your chest. Okay. And he's rolling with advantage. Nat 20. Okay. Um, has advantage on the attack, so he's also going to deal sneak attack, so all of this is going to get doubled. A dark tide knight is a rogue? I guess so. 
you take 21 points of damage as he slashes up your Fuck. chest. Um, as soon as this happens, uh, I'm going to say, you know, this is all bullet time. As he's riding, yeah. be- riding past, Inverna is going to try and chop him. Uh, 18 hits, as does a 23. And she deals 8 plus 10. She deals 18 points of damage to this dude. I'm going to have him make... Another saving throw. Um, as she hits him in the chest, his water horse disappears, and he stumbles, uh, just like tumbles to the ground, and takes another five points of blood right in between the two of you, uh, like pretty much at Scylla's feet. This arch- okay. this archer is moving towards you now within 20 feet of you. In rapid succession, shoots at Inverno twice. 23 is a hit. 10 is a miss. And Inverna takes 14 points of damage as she's just hit in, in between uh, her armor. Scylla uh, shouts, Oh my gosh, good luck, Bradley, you're my hero! And she sprints off to the woods and she gives you bardic inspiration. You have a oh, yeah. you have a D6 that you can add to one thing and she makes it to safety. It is your turn. Dark Tide Knight is in front of you, prone. An archer is char- is charging you with this wagon. I'm... How far from you is the archer? 20 feet. How far is the wagon? Uh, he's in the wagon, so 20 feet. So the wagon is 20 feet, okay. Yeah, these horses, are, it's like a chariot. He's in a chariot, not a wagon. Oh, okay, 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 okay. I get you, I get you, I get you. Um, I'm going to say, Inverna, do whatever you can. Tie him up if need be. And i going to cast Fireball. At this guy, oh, it's going to be aimed five feet behind him so that it doesn't hit me. Nice. Um, but I need him to make a dexterity saving throw for me. And I'm casting this as a fourth level spell. Oh, that's a nat one. Oh. Oh, he fucking fails, my friend. That's going to be 41 points of fire damage. Holy shit. You watch as this fireball just explodes behind this archer, like throwing her forward. She smacks into the chariot, or him. I don't know what I said their gender was earlier. Their generic evil bad guy smacks them into the front of the chariot. They're they're uh, they're gender fluid. Gender fluid, exactly. And they uh, their chariot is on fire. Uh, it is not destroyed, uh, and the horses are still charging at you. Um, but they, they got fucking rocked by that. Um, the Dark Tide Knight uses half his movement to stand up. Then he slashes in rapid succession at each of you once. Um, 23 to hit you. God damn it. And misses Inverno with an 11. You Why t- couldn't he have rolled an 11 for me? Oh, sorry, buddy. Um, well, then I'm going to say, I'm going to say, you as my reaction, gonna use a fucking another bardic inspiration die. I'm gonna say your attacks mean nothing to me, and try and psych him out as I as I take away. Um, please be high. Seven points of damage from his hit. Eight is turned to one. As fuck yeah. You say that his arm like kind of like wavers, and he just nicks you right on the cheek, and you just feel some blood spilled on your face. It is Inverna's turn. She is going to slash at him once. That's a hit. Slash at him again. That's a hit. 
She deals 13 points of damage, and then another... Uh, she stabs this guy right through the face and kills him. Um, and then she moves 30 feet away from you towards uh, the cliffs uh, as she sees this wagon is barreling down on both of you. And she says, Bradley, you better move. Um, uh, it is this archer's turn. The wagon barrels towards you. I need you to make me a dexterity saving throw as the archer fires at Inverna two more times. Was hoping I could thunder wave it. That would look so badass. A deck save, you said? Yes. I get plus six. It's going to be a 22. Uh, 22 is a save. You dive out of the way as she tries to, or they try to fucking flatten you. Um, however, as they are can passing I, you, they're instead actually. Instead of diving out of the way, can I jump? up to try and get on the thing with this person. Make me an acrobatics check. DC 15. No, 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 no. Well, your deck save was pretty nasty. DC 15. DC 15? 24. 24? You fucking, like, just all at once, hands onto the thing, bounce yourself up into uh, the chariot. As this person hits Inverna twice... Uh, dealing 10 plus 6, 17 points of damage to Inverna. She is knocked down to 21 HP. Uh, it is your turn. I'm going to... Uh... <laughs> so now, now it, 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 as you hopped in, it moved 10 more feet, and it, it seems like it's starting to circle back to fire at Inverna some more. I'm going to tap this person on the shoulder... And I'm going to say, Bradley Copper, at your service. And I'm going to have my lyre in hand, and I'm going to do a little ding 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 And I'm going to cast a third-level Thunder Wave, and I need this person to make a constitution saving throw. All right. That is a 12. A 12? They fail. They're going to take... Oh, those are some low numbers. 16 points of Thunder damage and, knock, and, and be knocked 10 feet away from me. So, all right. You play your chords, your thunderous boom happens, they flip over the front of the chariot, taking 1d6 falling damage as they land on the ground, so that's 2 damage, and then another 4d6 as they are flattened by their own chariot, which is 11. And then the chariot explodes, and you fall to the ground, taking one. Can I do a Can I do a save for this? Since uh, I kind of saw it coming. Yeah, sure. Yeah, make me a deck save. Deck save. the The stakes are high. Twenty. Okay, you uh, do a backflip, uh, land perfectly, take no damage. You land in the mud. Um, three-point landing, liar in, in one hand, safe and sound. Um, the water horses dis disappear. Is this person still alive? They are still alive, just barely. I, can I do a free action intimidation? It's your turn. It is my turn? Yeah, so yeah, you can do whatever you want. No, I just did my turn, though. Oh, wait, sorry, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, oh yeah, so, yeah, yeah, so that was the thunder yeah. wave. 
Um, well, it technically still is your turn. You have a bonus action. Okay. Can I, I, well, as a bonus action, can I point my mace at them and say, surrender now, or I will kill you with impunity? Hmm. Go ahead and roll me that intimidation. That's a 19 plus 7, 26. 26. The book does not specify that they fight to the death. This uh, person, this elf, drops their bow and says, wait, what, what was your exact command? I said, surrender now or I will kill you with impunity. I'm not sure I'm ready to meet the storm god yet. And they drop their bow. Combat is over. Hell yeah. Hands are up. I am going to take their hands, tie them up, tie up their feet as well. Um, try and like make me a survival check. Survival. That is a 21. Oh, good knots. Good knots. Hell yeah. Okay. Uh, Inverna walks over and says, Hey, good work uh, getting us a prisoner. Always. Uh, Got to keep them alive at the right moments, right? <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. What should we do? How many more of your people are in, the, are in Leilon? Roll me uh, persuasion flat. I, mean, I would say advantage because they're scared of you, but you don't need an insight check for this. This person seems kind of cuckoo. That's a 21. They, uh, they, they kind of shiver. Uh, to, to, to two, two with, with more on the way. How many more? Uh, uh, how, how many, how many more can, can he summon? Who's he? He, he is the, he is the devil with the, with the tentacle beard. He. Oh, Talos? No, but. But, but yes, yes and no, yes and no. Are you telling me Talos is around walking the mortal plane right now? No, or has no, an avatar? no, 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 no. I, I wish, I wish, I wish. If, 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 if that, if that were, if that were, well, then we wouldn't be speaking because we are both weak. I am weak because I failed. In killing you, but you are weak. I can feel it in you, your weakness. We would not survive. What was the name of that boar? Gorthok. I killed Gorthok and cut his head off myself. You see, they look up at you, eyes wide, and smile, and a tear rolls down their cheek. G Gorthok. Gorthok failed, but Talos... Talos will succeed. Um, who is this devil with the tentacle beard? He is a tiefling, but he is no son of a devil. He is a son of a god. Talos, a son of Talos. His name, I don't know how to pronounce his name. <laughs> how do you spell it? N-I-X-O-X-I-O-U-S. Send it to me. Perhaps, I gotta see it. Perhaps like... Nixios, if you were going to do the second X is a Z, we'll say that. N Nixios, Nixios 
will pull Leilon into the sea. As you're speaking uh, to this freaked out person, you do see they have a rather large potion on their on their belt. Can I take it? Yeah, you can just snag it off of them. Yeah, we'll just give me that. You see, as they're talking about uh, Nixios, they're they're like kind of rubbing their chin against their chest, um, as if they're like trying to conceal something um, within their robes. I'm gonna. Uh, look for it. Look for whatever they're trying to conceal. Uh, you're gonna look, or you gonna like? Are you gonna reach? What are you gonna do? I I want to reach in the least. Like I don't want to be invading their personal space. But you obviously got something on you. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. I don't want it to be weird. But <laughs> yeah. So you're just trying to pull back the robe in the in the most respectful way possible. Yeah. Exactly. You uh you begin to reach. This person bites out at you, uh, like chomps at you, but you're quicker. You pull open their robe and a case uh, about, you know, I'd say eight inches long, four inches wide falls out of their robe onto the ground. Oh, my God, it's a bomb. <laughs> As it lands uh, in Verna says, well, would you look at that? Were you, were you trying to hide that from us? Was that your goal? And the, the person just kind of squirms and says, doesn't doesn't matter. I I can sense what's in both of you, and I know I'm not long for this world. They nod to you, Bradley, and they say, "You, you are weak, and you do not have what it takes to stop Talos." And they nod to Inverna, and they say, "You are strong, but you are blinded." Blinded by <laughs> and as they begin to speak, Inverna stabs this person through the mouth. Inverna and pulls the blade out. Come on. What else man. Did, what else did we need, Bradley? What else did we need? I don't know, but have you never heard of like I don't know keeping prisoners alive? Inver they could have given us more information later down the line or something. Inverna uh cleans her sword. She picks the body up and she says, yeah, yeah, yeah. Keep talking. No, I, I'm, I'm listening. I'm listening to you. And as you're trying to, you know, explain what, why a prisoner might be useful, uh, they, she walks to the cliff and tosses the body off the cliff. She says, well, you were saying, sorry, what, what were you saying, Bradley? I could have at least gotten my rope back before you did that. Your what? My rope. Oh, your rope. Yep. Oopsie. <laughs> um, she points to the case says, well, what's in that? Might as well open it. You crack this open, and you see a pair of glasses with purple lenses. Now, for those listening who might be running this campaign, you would realize that these glasses are found at a different point. The chapter these are found in, I am not going to be running, because that chapter involves our heroes going to Phandalin, and our heroes aren't going to go to Phandalin, because it's a bit awkward. <laughs> but you look at these glasses, and you see a note with them. It's a very simple note and it reads the lenses show the secrets of the map.
Modular is Thorin George's Bradley Copper, and Luke Job is our DM. The story you heard today, as well as 99% of the characters, were created by Wizards of the Coast, can be found in the module Stormlord's Wrath. Ollie Lyons is our fantastic editor. Bethany Gray does our gorgeous cover art. Devin Clark is our talented webmaster. Our music today was written and performed by Max Hedman. You can find Max's music anywhere you listen to music, and you can find his website link in the description of this episode. You can follow us on Twitter at ModThePod, join our private Facebook group at the Modular Podcast Fan Club, follow us on Instagram at the Modular Podcast, follow us on TikTok at the Modular Podcast, and subscribe to us on YouTube at the Modular Podcast. Here's a quick shout out to at Casey Kirkpat3, at City Patty Mask, at Irreducible Multiplicity, at Jennifer Lock One, and at by G, by, by G Coffee, by G Coffee, by G Coffee, by G C Coffee. It's definitely coffee, by G, by G Coffee. Anyway, all of those people follow us on Twitter. If you want me to butcher your handle like I just did to buy you coffee, well, then you should follow us on Twitter too. It's probably our most active social media, um, although I've been making a lot of really funny TikToks lately. But either way, we would appreciate a follow. We would love to shout you out to the entire multiverse. We appreciate all the love we're getting on the internet. We appreciate everyone listening. It looks like new people are coming to season one. It looks like a lot of people are enjoying the finale of season two. Um, so we are just so happy to be bringing season three to you, and hopefully you love it just as much as you love those two seasons. New episodes come out every Tuesday, and until then, thank you for listening to Modular. Thank you.